from Wish TV and the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8 Daily 8 Podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update. Hi, this is Kylie Conway, and this is your News 8 Daily 8 for Tuesday, February 22nd. Yesterday is Tuesday, 2-22-2022. Rain will be ongoing to start your Tuesday. Some isolated storms are possible, too, during the day. The activity will eventually leave by nighttime with some clearing skies and then a lot colder tomorrow. That cold air system comes right in behind the storm. And it was a violent night in Indianapolis. Two people are dead and at least one more is wounded after three separate shootings. What we do know about the overnight violence, IMPD says a person walked into Community East Hospital around 2.15 who'd been shot. Police say that person has since died. Just a few minutes later, another person who'd been shot showed up at Methodist Hospital. That person is stable. IMPD also responded to a deadly shooting in a neighborhood near 34th and Moeller Road last night. Officials say that a violence reduction team was in that area, heard the shots that were fired. IMPD says the team responded within minutes. They found a man dead in the street. Investigators haven't released the victim's names or any details about a possible shooter in any of these shootings. IMPD asks if you have any information to call Crime Stoppers. The number is 317-262-TIPS. The most recent scene uh, was with uh, police activity was early this morning on Holloway Avenue near I-70. Police haven't confirmed anything about this scene yet. They haven't said if it was a shooting or what kind of crime possibly happened there, but certainly something that we are working to learn more about. Also, breaking overnight, IMPD is looking for the driver who hit a man downtown. It happened around 315 on Illinois Street, just south of South Street, kind of near the Lucas Oil Stadium area. Police tell our mobile news tracker who was there at the scene that the victim is stable at the hospital. Police haven't released a description of the suspect's vehicle or the victim's name. And then another crash downtown sent a person to the hospital. It happened just after 2 on West Street uh, outside the Holiday Inn Express. Police say the victim is stable. The driver stayed there at the scene and is cooperating. Investigators say they don't believe alcohol or any other substance played a role here. And we did receive some new information this morning about a homicide in Carmel. A man is dead, a woman is hurt, and a family member is under arrest. The homicide scene is on Rolling Springs Drive in the Woodland Springs neighborhood off 116th and Keystone. State police just confirmed this morning to us that troopers caught the suspect near Clarksville in southern Indiana. Troopers say that they stopped his car on I-65, then he ran off into some woods, and a police dog helped track him down. Police have not released the names of the victims or suspect or said what may have led up to it. And we now know the name of the man killed outside of an Indianapolis Chuck E. Cheese. The Marion County coroner confirms that 34-year-old Anthony Tennant died in Sunday's shooting. Sodom Tennant Bay told News 8 that he is Tennant's grandfather. He says his grandson was at the restaurant with his two children and niece when the shooting happened. He wasn't perfect. Neither was I. You know, I had to go through some things to get straightened out, you know. And so he's had to go through some things to get himself straightened out. And he probably was still going through some things and still trying to get himself straightened out. No arrests have been made, but police did recover a car in a nearby neighborhood that they hope will lead them to the shooter. Anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 317-262-TIPS. And one person and several animals are dead after a fire in Boone County. It happened at the Canterbury Apartments on the south side of Lebanon. 
The fire department says the call came in as a cardiac arrest, but emergency workers spotted smoke and called for more fire crews. Once inside, they say they found there had been a fire that was already out and a victim, several cats, and a dog had died. Authorities have not released the name of the person killed or said what started the fire. An 83-year-old man from Brownsburg is hurt but alive this morning after surviving a plane crash. Authorities say Floyd Hollenbach was piloting a single-engine plane at the Franklin Flying Field in Johnson County when the craft went down. The Johnson County Sheriff says Hollenbach was trapped in the wreckage. Crews from three fire departments came in to help. Crash occurred towards the north end of the runway and to the west. Uh, one person, a pilot, was transported to Methodist Hospital via lifeline uh, with head injuries and a possible broken leg. Um, he was condition was described as serious but stable condition at the time. He was talking to EMS and law enforcement officials. No word yet why the plane went down. The FAA will be part of that investigation. A Shelbyville mother facing charges in Ohio will go before a Kentucky judge this morning. Today, we'll learn if she'll be sent to Ohio to face charges. Police say Heather Atkins left her child on the side of an Ohio road Thursday. Police say the five-year-old has autism and is nonverbal. Police arrested Atkins in Kentucky on Saturday on an outstanding warrant for not paying court fees and fines. Atkins faces cruelty toward a child and child endangerment charges in Ohio. Today, a judge is set to deliver a verdict in the trial of Jason Brown, the man accused of killing Southport Police Lieutenant Aaron Allen. If convicted, Brown faces up to 65 years in prison. It started when Brown crashed his car and was left hanging upside down. When Allen responded to the accident, police say Brown shot Allen 11 times, killing him. The prosecutor did agree to drop the death penalty in exchange for a judge hearing the case instead of a jury. The White House is restricting trade with two regions of Ukraine controlled by Russian separatists. President Joe Biden signed the executive order yesterday. It prohibits new investments, trade, and financing to those areas. Biden says it denies Russia the chance to profit from its blatant violations of international law. Earlier in the day, Russian President Vladimir Putin signed decrees recognizing the pro-Moscow regions as independent states. And Putin is ordering troops into the separatist-controlled parts of eastern Ukraine. The Kremlin is calling it a peacekeeping mission. The U.N. Security Council held an emergency meeting after the announcement last night. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield says Putin is trying to create a situation for a further invasion. The White House says it is prepared with a response to Russia if that were to happen. We've also said that we plan to take additional actions tomorrow. In terms of what is actually happening on the ground in the, the Donbass region of Ukraine, we have seen reports, but we are basing our actions on what Russia actually does, not the statements that Russia makes. We're going to continue to assess overnight uh, any steps that Russia takes, and we will be prepared with a significant response tomorrow. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said yesterday that Russia's actions go against national integrity and sovereignty. Germany says that the country is taking steps to halt progress on the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline from Russia in response to Putin's move. A jury in Georgia starts a second day of deliberating the fate of three men in a federal hate crimes trial. Ahmad Arbery's family calls the timing of the deliberations great because the verdict will come almost exactly two years to the day since Arbery's death. Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Bryan are accused of chasing him down and killing him. To win a hate crime conviction, prosecutors must prove they did it because Arbery was black. Arbery's mother says she is ready for the entire process to be over. All three defendants are currently serving life sentences for state murder convictions.
Player pushback sparks changes to the upcoming NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis. The Associated Press cites a memo sent to prospects saying prospects will not be forced to stay in a pandemic bubble, but will be encouraged to do so. If they leave secured areas, it will be considered at their own risk. The memo indicates players will still only be allowed to bring one trainer or support person into the combine areas, but players will be free to meet with others off-site. The changes come one day after reports of a boycott surfaced. The combine is set to kick off Monday. Michigan coach Dewan Howard is done for the rest of the college basketball regular season. The Big Ten is suspending him until the postseason for taking a swing at a Wisconsin assistant during Sunday's sideline scrum. He's also facing a $40,000 fine. Wisconsin coach Greg Gard can keep coaching, but he's fined $10,000 for his part in amping up the conflict. Two Michigan players and one Wisconsin player are out for one game for fighting. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AT&T is shutting down its 3G service today with other carriers following suit later in the year. It will not just impact older phones, but also everyday devices due to them requiring updates to continue working. Home alarm systems, medical devices, and roadside assistance will all be affected. To avoid a disruption, businesses are urging customers to upgrade or replace products before they drop connectivity. The Department of Public Works is laying out its pothole repair plan. The city says crews will make permanent repairs for every day that the weather allows. The focus will be main streets, especially those that are older. As of the end of last week, DPW says crews had filled more than 22,500 potholes, mostly with a temporary cold mix. Warmer days let them use the more durable hot mix. The Indiana State Board of Health warns another 15,000 birds may have the bird flu. Our IT mate has been following this story since it all started. And the latest farm is in Greene County. This means there is now a total of four farms in Indiana with the avian flu, two in Greene County and two in Du Bois County. As we have reported, I've talked about it here on the podcast, state officials have already had the farms put down more than 100,000 turkeys. A new $98 million mixed-use project is going up in Fishers. The Fishers City Council approved an agreement between the city and Carmel Bay CRG Residential yesterday. It will include multifamily homes, retail space, and will sit next to 98 acres of parkland. The city will also have the company turn the Michigan left intersection into a roundabout. A public hearing for the project will be announced at a later time. And today, a celebration of today's distinctive date. It's 2-22-22, as I mentioned. Peyton Manning Children's Hospital is holding a Tuesday party for patients and staff. It includes a 2-2 parade. 
Uh, the hospital shared some pictures. They are adorable if you want to go on social media and see that. Uh, the staff has already tried on some brightly colored tutus for the festivities. Today's bash will also include bubbles, dancing and singing, and appropriately so, it is at 2.22 this afternoon. And finally, it's time for this month's Golden Apple Award winner. Uh, this is how we honor amazing teachers in Central Indiana. The prize comes with a trophy and a check for $500. This month, we're highlighting a superhero teacher in Indianapolis. Joe David Blastic specializes in helping elementary students who are struggling. News 8's Hannah Mordeau reports that his students and fellow staffers call his abilities a true superpower. <laughs> Super Mr. B. When it comes to a superhero teacher, no one beats Mr. Joe David Blastic at Trinity Christian School in Indianapolis. He made it fun because he dressed like a superhero. Along with his video making skills, his superpower is getting kids excited about education. All the other teachers like do just regular like um, teaching, but he makes teaching fun. Teaches me how to take care of my learning and also have fun at the same time. Really fun and I know he makes education way more interesting. He uses games like Jeopardy to teach and allows students to be the superstars of subjects. Really excited because we play like games together to help us learn stuff. Plus these kids they just love describing him. I call him wrinkles because of the wrinkles on his forehead. Since he has wrinkles on his forehead, I call him Baby Yoda. He's a bald guy with a blue shirt all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick with Mr. B, who's even a legend among fellow teachers like Amy Sherman. He really just goes above and beyond. You see, Mr. B has a special role here. He's called an interventionist. Basically, he bridges the gap some elementary students have in language arts or math. And his knowledge about how to get kids from point A to point B is amazing. I mean, he is a knowledgeable guy. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to get these kids where they need to be. He's very creative. He knows how to, how to make them interested. The students love him. Principal Darnell Benson says students never want to leave Mr. B's class. Some kids even spend recess there. He's one of the most humble people that you'll meet. They look so much forward to seeing his um, bright smile and to getting those greetings from him and just getting the love that he exudes throughout the building. Such a quiet one. It's Adam himself. He somehow finds time for every single student using technology to teach handwriting, music for math skills. Just use your subtraction facts at the top of the tin you go. Even creating a YouTube channel to better involve the kids and their parents. Which helps the students to learn more and the parents so appreciated and um, I get joy when I watch those videos. Have your child read to you? That's why a parent reached out to us saying Mr. B is golden apple worthy. I was so happy to hear that he had won it because he totally deserves it. So we went to surprise him. Hi, Mr. B. Uh, hi. I'm Hannah with Wish TV. How are you? I'm fine. You have won Wish TV's Golden Apple Award for being an exceptional teacher. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> did we surprise you? Yes, very surprised. What are you thinking right now? I'm thinking, uh, how did this happen? <laughs> well, you are an exceptional teacher, so we have our partners with Bailey and Wood Mortgage and Eric here to tell you a little bit more about what this means. Coming up. Mr. B, yeah. congratulations. It comes with this awesome award. Thank you. And then it also comes with a $500 check for you to use however you please. Oh, man, that's 
Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so Congratulations. Much. Your students say you are a literal superhero. That's probably true. Yeah. Yes, and I saw you online. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Okay. You are worthy of this award. How are you feeling? Very excited and overwhelmed a little bit. So we actually came a week ago and interviewed your students. We have a little video to show you. Oh, okay, great. When it comes to a superhero teacher. <laughs> but he makes teaching fun. Teaches me how to take care of my learning and also have fun at the same time. I think he deserves that more than any other teacher in this world. He is the best. Proving that the greatest power of a superhero is the way he inspires everyone else. Mr. B, you are an amazing teacher. Mr. B, you're awesome. You're a really fun teacher and that you're amazing. I think you're amazing and I love the way that you teach. You're the funnest teacher I know. Just want to thank you for making school fun for me. If there's truly a golden apple that I know, it is most definitely you. We love you, Mr. B! <laughs> That's awesome. I just love being with the kids and it's easy to do, really. Just appreciate that that they like me so much, you know, and that they get so much from my class. Are you hoping at all that you can inspire anybody else? Everybody, everybody else. How? Just to be the best they can, question everything that comes into their life, and to go on to be as great as possible, and that they can do whatever they want to do. They really can. They can even be a superhero, simply by being themselves. Oh. <laughs> it's emotional. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Because I love the kids. It's really what brings all of it. I just really, really love these kids from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> all right. Were you surprised? Extremely surprised, yes. <laughs> A little surprise is the least we can do for someone who always saves the day. Again, that was Hannah Mordeaux reporting. Mr. Blastic says he always wanted to be a teacher, except for a brief moment in college when he thought about being in a band. Now he actually teaches guitar lessons after school. He's even teaching some of his students to play and make songs to help teach them math. Now, if you have a special teacher in your life, you can nominate them for our next Golden Apple Award. Just go to wishtv.com slash golden apple and tell us why they should be our next winner. This has been your News 8 Daily 8 for Wish TV. I'm Kylie Conway. Online at wishtv.com and follow us on Facebook when you search Wish TV. This is the News 8 Daily 8 podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update on demand. For even more, on demand and on the go, connect with Wish TV on Facebook at wishtv.com and on the free Wish TV mobile app. Thank you for listening, and be sure to like, subscribe, and follow this podcast for updates every weekday morning on the All Indiana Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts.